here in Ireland, everybody remembers Daniel Tomofte, and it's in my DNA, it's in his DNA. And I don't mind people talking about it, to be honest. It's a good memory. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Rugby on Off The Ball With Vodafone, official sponsors of the Irish rugby team We all belong to the team of us You're very welcome along, I'm Ashling O'Reilly And this week I attended the European Professional Club Rugby launch in London As we gear up for the Heineken Champions Cup Which kicks off the weekend of the 9th and 10th of December I caught up with Malachi Fikatoa of Munster Currently earns from the Bulls Leinster's Will Connors and many, many more. But first, we hear from Ian Madigan on how Ulster can mix it with the best and how he'll never lose hope on putting back on that green jersey for Ireland. Ian Madigan, how's things? You were just chatting there to Will Connors. You're obviously going to be facing him as well at the weekend. Yeah, um, not directly, but obviously Leinster Ulster coming up against each other. It's going to be a a Royal Rumble of a game. You know, we've um, had some great great matches in recent years beating them twice last year and, and then they came up to our place uh, a few weeks ago and got one back up on us so um, I think it's going to be a perfect tee up for, for Europe for, for both sides I think traditionally for, for Leinster it was Leinster Munster leading into, into Europe so for us to have, have this game to be challenging ourselves against one of the very best sides in Europe um, is going to let us know where we stand going into, into Europe which is exciting as you said, it was very close earlier in the season when they came up to play in Belfast. It was really a wet day that day, if I remember correctly. It was bad weather. It could have went your way. Was it one that you left behind, do you think? Uh, no, we, we played poorly that day and, and we were under no illusions that we were well below our best and, and Leinster 100% deserved to win that one. Um, I think to give a side like Leinster a 10-15 you know, point lead... Um, you make things very difficult for, for yourselves. Now, we did our best to come back into it and, and there were elements in the second half that we, we definitely took value out of. Um, but we know heading down to the ODS that we're going to be in for a serious challenge. We're going to have to be at our very best. But we believe in Ulster. If we can play to our ability, we can beat anyone on our day. And, and against Leinster, that's no, di- no different. And as your former club, what's it like to play against them? Do you, I suppose, maybe have a little bit of an insight there? Or what is it like to play against them now? Yeah, obviously, you know, you have the utmost respect for them. And, um, you know, they've, they've been at the top of Europe for the last 20 years. So um, I know that what pre- preparation goes into an Interpro inter- game and, and what preparation goes into Europe. And um, it, there's no secret to their success. It's just thorough, thorough preparation. Um, it, it is unusual for me to come up against players who I would have, you know, trained and, and played with week in, week out. But it also ma- makes it exciting as well. And how are you finding rugby at Ulster at the minute? A good start to the season, really positive? Yeah, I'm loving it up there. Um, I think we have a nice dynamic of, of older players in the squad who've had, you know, eight, ten years with, unfortunately, not winning a trophy. But, you know, so they've they've an insatiable hunger to, to win a trophy. And um, then we have a, a mix of mixture of, of, of younger players coming through now who've broken through into the team for two or three years that have this kind of bulletproof confidence. And I think when you mar those two things together, it's 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 very exciting. And it reminds me of, of what we had back in, you know, 2012, 2013 in Leinster and when we had had success in Europe there. So hopefully what we're what we have in Ulster is, is replicating that and will lead us on to hopefully winning Europe this year. So you feel that this Ulster team can mix it with the best? Absolutely. Yeah. I think for us sometimes in sport, you've got to get close and, and you've got to lose one to win one. And, you know, we lost the final against Leinster two years ago um, in, in the URC. We were 
within a hair's breadth of making the final last year. We won five out of our six games in Europe and, and unfortunately didn't make the quarterfinals. Um, so we, we, we know that we were close and we also know that how and, and, and where we, we can be a few percent better to be able to mix it with the best. So we've got, you know, we're not, we're not lacking in self-belief and, and we believe that if we play our game and play to our potential, we can beat anyone on our day. And you have a lot of exciting players at the moment as well. Um, a lot of guys getting their chance internationally as well. So that all helps. Yeah, I think when when guys come back from international camp, you see how much it, it's filled them with confidence. You know, training and playing with different players, experiencing different coaches is 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 huge for them. So like, even this week, seeing the likes of Rob Balakoon, Mike Larry, Stu McCluskey after getting a few caps come back, you know, it, it, it's been great for them, and 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 that fills. The, the, the Ulster squad with confidence that you know they're we're playing alongside the the best players in the world. And do you ever think about the Ireland squad anymore? You've about thirty one caps, if I'm right in saying. Do you ever think about it? <laughs> I'm always thinking about it. <laughs> um, now, nah, look, I, I think from my own personal stance, I'm I'm miles away from from being uh, involved with Ireland. But um, you never lose hope, you know. And and sports a funny thing. A lot, a lot can change quite quickly. And um, you know, if I can get into into the Ulster team and play well, and we go on a on a run of games and win some trophies. You know, maybe the, you could you could force your way into the wider World Cup squad then, but um, I know that that's you know a, a long way away. But um, I wouldn't be playing the game if I didn't have that hope. Absolutely, and the likes of Robert Balakun is someone who's really stood out this year. He's got his chance, and he started two of the games as well, which is brilliant to see. Yeah, Rob is just a, he's a really special player. You know, from an athletic performance point of view, he's, he's he's quick, he's agile, he's very good in the air, he's a good kicking game, he's a good passer, he works very hard as, as a winger. Um, really nice guy to play with because he's always calling the ball on himself, um, which is what you want as an out half. So um, for me, I think he's, he's he's one of the best best wingers in the world and um, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do in Europe this year. Brilliant. And in the, the Champions Cup, you have the La Rochelle, I think, on the 11th of December. So the reigning champion. So not an easy one to come up against. No, we've we've two two tough teams in our, in our group. You know, Sale are a side that have gone well in the Premiership this year. They have a big pack that's going to challenge us up front. Um, and starting away from home is, is always difficult. You know, it's, it, it is a competition that you, you've got to try and build momentum. And you can find yourself under pressure very quickly if you do lose that first game. So to get that game right and then, you know, be bringing La Rochelle to, to the Kingspan. You know, we've, we have a good record there. Um, it's a very tough place to go and play. Um, so, you know, we're, we're confident that we can beat, beat anyone at, at, at home. Um, but look, the way that the competition's laid out this year, I think every point's going to count. Um, it, it, it's different to last year where it was, less, it was less important to be as high up the ladder as possible. You know, whereas this year um, to be in the, in the top eight, especially to get a home last 16 and even to be in the top four to, to potentially win that game and get a home quarterfinal is crucial so we'll, we'll definitely have that within our within our goals Yes and Leinster's Will Connors may be recovering from injury but he's putting the time to good use starting a PhD Will how are you finding rugby at the minute how's all at Leinster obviously a great start to the season unbeaten Yeah no it's been a really good start a really positive start so thankfully everything has gone well from an international point of view you know the lads went off and had a successful autumn series so uh, no it's been for, for us for the group it's been really good and how is the reintegration obviously of the guys coming back into the group they're only coming back in this week I know they got about a yeah. week off yeah no they, they and it's 
always a testament to them they always fit right back in and you know bring up the standard of training again you know it's uh but like while they were gone away there's obviously young lads that got to got to wear those jerseys so you know they're they're hungry to to not let them go easy so you know it brings a great great dynamic to the group really and how do you find the launch here today the heineken champions cup obviously last year there was there was heartache there but you're back at this place again so quickly you know it comes around so quick but you're probably seeing some familiar faces yeah and that's the thing you're seeing kind of lads, lads wandering around that i think uh usually you're you're trying to trying to get stuck into but you know everyone's <laughs> everyone's really nice around here and it's been it's been a good day so far you know it's uh, been enjoyable but i think it like you said it's come around so quickly like uh obviously after the heartache of uh last season i think you didn't think this day would come so quick and as a team is that something that you've put to bed or do you ever speak about that loss is it motivation in a way to not let let that happen again and that's the thing i think it's motivation it, it was obviously difficult at the time you know uh it was a really really tough experience for the group because you know we we played well on the day to and it was just a few things didn't go our way and that's you know we've we've buried that to an extent but there's always that underlying kind of uh motivation from it that'll you know stand us in in the stand to us in the big game so now it's good to good to have them them memories and for you personally, you're out with a couple of injuries and you're back now. So how are you feeling? Yeah, well, I'm actually, I'm just coming towards the end of being back. So I, I ruptured my bicep a couple of weeks ago. So yeah. I was uh, just coming to the end of that. But yeah, it's been a, a frustrating uh, two years now. But uh, you look, look, hopefully see this side of Christmas kind of back on the paddock. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's every time I feel like we're talking, I'm injured. So please, God, <laughs> touch wood. This is, uh, this is the end of it. And how do you balance all of that? Because obviously it's frustrating, I suppose, to, to be on the sideline. Mentally, I'm sure it's tough because at the end of the day, it's professional sport. You want to be out there. So I suppose, how have you dealt with that? Is there certain ways that you, you cope with it? Yeah, so like uh, I, I started a PhD there about eight months ago, just looking at kind of bringing a computational view on uh, on rugby and the tackle and stuff. So that's been kind of something I've been, you know, point my folks to while I've been injured and uh, it's good to have the balance because I think you know um, if it's all just kind of rugby uh, you know I drive myself mad because it's a lot of rehab so to have that balance between you know the academic end of it as well as the, as being able to go in and do do my rehab and give it 100% in there is, uh, is brilliant. That's brilliant and was that something that you decided yourself or was coaches that sort of told you maybe it might be a good thing to do? It was got, so my undergrad was all in kind of computer science and data science. So it was kind of something that I uh, I saw there was a bit of a a grey area in. Obviously, you know, concussion and everything is such a big topic at the moment, and the breakdown of the tackle is something you know you can do through video analysis. But I'm trying to bring a different kind of computer vision uh, look at it. So you know, it's I, I kind of took on the initiative myself. I was but I've been so supported by Leinster and like Leo and stuff have been incredibly supportive with it and. You know they're constantly uh constantly keeping tabs on it and you know it's been great that's amazing and you mentioned concussion like it is probably an area of the game that you know it's talked about a lot now which is great it's highlighted but is there a worry there as players at all for you um no not really i, th I think it's obviously been it's uh it's obviously not something um there's something that i think we're really protected from in leinster there's always uh, even our medics are really kind of up to date with the latest kind of ways to, you know, preventive mechanisms and kind of, you know, if there's a grey area and if they feel like there's any suspicion of concussion, they're going to take you off and like look after you. So we're lucky with our medical team at the moment that they've been really supportive and, you know, we're, we're not as players, we feel feel protected.
Brilliant. And for Leinster this weekend, you you play Ulster on Saturday. Big game there. You came close at the start of the season. I think it was 2013, I think it was in the end. So very, very close game. They always put up a big challenge. Yeah, and uh, they've been... uh as a group, I think they've come on it like a huge amount. You know, they've built a really strong bond in there. So you, you and you feel that on, on the pitch, that presence between them. So, you know, they we've had some really great games with them. Obviously, last season we lost to them in in the RDS, which was uh, which was tough. Like you know, it's a, not somewhere we lose too often. So you know, they'll be coming hungry as well as confident that they can take a scalp from us. So you know, we're we're gonna have to be on our game. And is there areas that you hope to improve on from say last year's season? Um, I I think the the main areas is always things like discipline. I think it's uh, an area that like is always uh, an improvement in any kind of in any team. You know, kickers these days can get it from anywhere. So you know, you want to keep your discipline down. Over the weekend, we had maybe gave away a few penalties. So it's it's just always improving in areas like that. And the newly crowned uh, World Rugby Men's 15s player, Josh van der Fleer, he spoke um, in a few interviews afterwards saying that you actually had spurred him on to, I suppose, do as well as he's done and to be as competitive as he's been. Um, what did you make of that when he made that comment? Yeah, look, he, we, we're, we're great mates and that's that's been something we've always had, a re- like a, a great friendship. Uh, so, and now, like, when 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 I was playing, you know, we're we're working with each other the whole time to try and improve each other's game, and you know, testament to him, he's been incredible the last the last two years. You know, he and but it's it's behind the scenes what he's been doing. You know, he's uh, he's constantly working on his game, constantly trying to improve. And you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take a, a few lessons from him now just to pick up my game. You know, he's been he's he's really been a great a great model in the club, and you know, everyone's trying to trying to catch up with him now. And in the club like Leinster, like you've so many world-class players around you. Obviously, Johnny Sexton is one. I'm sure he comes up a lot when you're doing interviews because he is, I suppose, so fascinating at this stage that he's in his later half of his game and he's still doing it at the highest level. What is he like in, say, training? Look, every every training he gives it 100% and, you know, you you get and i think uh he's he's a great great trainer you know he he's he gets stuck into you if you do something wrong so you you want to keep keep on his good side usually as a seven you're quite you're always you know connected with the with the tens area beside them a good bit so you want to you don't want to give it out to you too much but it's always it's always to get the best out of you and i think uh you know i think maybe as a young player uh you you don't really see that but like everyone else in the group you, you see that kind of he's trying to get the best out of everyone and and he does brilliant and you're going to kick off uh, the champions cup against race in 92 the 10th of december you're looking forward to it yeah look it's a great it's a great challenge um <clears throat> we played them in bilbao in the final a couple of years ago and it was a a massive battle um and we're expecting the exact same you know the i the, it's not it's not going to be in paris so we know that their fans are still going to travel but just like just like our fans they they travel they follow us far and wide and we're we're lucky to have such a good fan base that that so we know that it'll be a good battle with a lot of support there malachi vikatoa talks to me about settling in at munster and what it was like playing for the all blacks Malachi, your first season at Munster. How have you been finding it so far? It's been uh, it's been great. You know, like we're building nicely. It started slow uh, for myself and the team as well. But obviously, a lot of new coaches and uh, myself new and new system in place. So we're building nicely. So hopefully, we can do well in this competition. Yeah, obviously, there's Graham Roundtree's in. There is new coaches in there. They're finding their feet. You're finding your feet. So it does take a little bit of time, I suppose. You have to trust the process, especially when you have new systems in place. 
Yeah, I believe so, yeah. And that's what we've been working on is, uh, you know, focusing on what we can control, uh, which is, uh, you know, hard work. And, and that's what we're all about there. Um, you know, you can see the things change slowly. We start getting results now. And uh, we're in a uh, couple, two or three games now in a row. Uh, and uh, hopefully we can build. And did that all kick off with your win against South Africa and Perky Cueve? That was a massive occasion. It did, yeah. Honestly, it was, um, you know, it's a proper game. I, you know, I could see uh, how much it meant for, uh, to the boys and also to the Munster fans. And, uh, you know, can, can feel the buzz around the club. And uh, I can see, I think, I believe that's the start of something. And hopefully we can carry that on to the Champions Cup. Did you realise of how big a game it was before you went into it? Obviously, you'd only arrived over. You obviously know all about South Africa, but I suppose to play in Parky Cueve, it's not the, the done thing in Ireland. Um, yeah, I, I knew, you know, playing uh, in the national side would be big. and yeah. uh, But I didn't think, uh, it, you know, the whole experience going to be that big, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, uh, it was felt like a test match. Uh, it, it, is, it was for the boys and, uh, you know, the fans loved it. It was sold out and uh, hopefully there's many more games like that in the future. Yeah. And how was it for you to make the transition to the style of play, I suppose, here in Ireland and Munster and how they play to what you would have been used to? Um, look, it's, it's tough, you know, um, especially for myself, um, you know, trying to get connection with the players and, and also uh, finding out what works and what not. And, you know, and the game doesn't slow down for you, for you, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and all that matters is result, result and why you're trying to find your feet. The game doesn't stop, so um, it is hard. You know, I, I'm not gonna lie, but um, you know, they, they, I'm still working and uh, I'm still working hard behind the scene, and a lot of guys are helping out and to make things easier for me. And uh, I just can't wait to come out on the other side. Yeah. And I'm sure you bring a lot of experience, obviously playing with the All Blacks, a World Cup winner in 2015. So I'm sure a lot of the the players that you play alongside, you know, to have someone of your caliber there with them, you know, that's just a, a positive thing. Um, yeah, look, you know, I, I brought into the club to hopefully add on to the to what they have, and uh, you know, I've done that in a few patches of the games and in the first earlier games of the season, and uh, I'm hoping that um, you know I can add more. And that's why I'm here at Munster and I'm just excited what's to come as a team and also myself adding on to the legacy of the, of the club. And you had some amazing years with the All Blacks. Looking back on all of that, I suppose, what, what comes to mind? Is there a special memory? Um, yeah, you know, looking back and, you know, there's a lot of, you know, special moments for me as a player, you know, in my career and as a player. But I think I'll take back to Two of them would be uh, obviously the main one, the World Cup. Yeah. You know, to be part of that journey was uh, it was unbelievable f for myself to to sacrifice and to work through uh, with those bunch of boys uh, to you know to obviously won the cup. But uh, I'll take back to my uh, one of the games against Australia. It was a Bellislow Cup uh, game, and I think uh, you know you win that game, you win the cup, and. Uh, I scored the winning try in that game and I think the feeling uh, I had was, you know, it's hard to explain, but uh, probably one of the highlights of my career. Um, yeah. Brilliant. And what's it like doing the hacker? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's always hard, you know, uh, it's easier in front of the mirror. 
the night before. But uh, when it comes to uh, business, it's it's you know obviously the nerves come up and it's serious. You know, trying to lock in, make sure that you don't you know mess it up. But then uh, yeah, like look, you just go through the you just go through with it and you, you know the emotion and everything just comes and adrenaline um, comes and it's just it's just thought and yeah kind of for me it's special you know it's special because yeah. you know it's our culture both me as a Tongan and as uh, Kiwi as well um, but it's kind of like preppy for the game ahead as well you know yeah. it means business it's you're ready to go so yeah and for some people that maybe aren't as used to to going out and almost performing before you start playing rugby, like, did you get nervous about going out to do it? Of course, yeah, of course. You know, like I know it's it's uh, you know even now I'm still nervous uh, before games. You know, but I know it's it's only natural. If you're nervous, you're ready to play. So uh, it is, yeah. Like every game, it's new. And back then, doing the haka, yes, of course, I was so nervous, but. Um, but it's just, you know, it's become normal. Um, you know, you kind of have to show up and get it done. And now internationally, it's Tongan that you've actually played for now. You actually switched over back to your to your home country. Yeah, I am. I am. And, uh, you know, being part of the All Blacks was special. Uh, it was a dream come true for me. Um, you know, you grew up in Tonga. Obviously, it's not far from New Zealand. You grew up in Tonga and you uh, inspired by the guys who... Uh, were before me, the, all the Tongans, they play for the All Blacks and like the likes of Lomu. Yeah. Um, you know, you want to be there and then, you know, you achieve the impossible. And then obviously I've moved over here to uh, to, to, to play in Europe and um, I've decided to go back and play, represent my country, you know, where I was born, uh, represent my family who are still there in Tonga. Um, you know, my mom and my, some of my siblings are, are still there and I think it's a new purpose for me uh, and hopefully I can do or even inspire the the next kids uh, coming through uh, to not only play for Tonga but to play the sport that you know that we all love so yeah absolutely and I'm sure you inspire so many and they went through a lot of hardship over the last number of years if I'm right in saying there was a tsunami uh, yeah yeah obviously um, you know there was a lot went on uh, in yeah. the last few years uh, with the earthquake and uh, tsunami came after and um, you know lucky enough you know a lot of the rugby community uh, helped out you yeah. know with the the fundraise I've, I've yeah, done and a lot and in, in, uh, send a lot of uh, you know goods back to the islands and to reach out to all the smaller islands as well and uh, I'm always thankful for the you know for the position I am yeah. and also the rugby community who helped out and and give hands here yeah, so rugby on off the ball with vodafone official sponsors of the irish rugby team we all belong to the team of us